The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello, everyone out there in listening land. Yes, this is your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina, where the weather has finally become beautiful and cool. And today it's in the 60s, the high of the 60s. I love it, 67 degrees. This is my favorite time of the year, fall and Oh, my goodness, it cools off. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love warm weather so I can go to the beach. But 95 degrees to 100 degrees every single day. Well, why am I complaining? You people out there in California and some of those in Arizona, you have been getting heat beyond belief. Um, Joe, (laughs) I don't know how you deal with it. But. We are in the fall, and the fall time is a fabulous time, and we were talking about that last week, about renewal and regeneration, and uh, we just finished celebrating the Rosh Hashanah season and holiday, which is the Jewish New Year, and um, just on, um, I believe it was Monday, we just celebrated, or Sunday, Yom Kippur, which was the Jewish Day of Atonement. And they all come at the right time because it's this time of the year that you really look back and see how the year has gone because we really, we only have a few months left, right? And boy, oh boy, oh boy, I am sure that the majority, if not every single person on this planet, not just in the United States and this listening zone, but even beyond that, and probably in other universes as well, are totally looking forward to the end of this year. Yes. Take advantage of this time period for yourself. And that's what today's show is going to be about. Stop stopping yourself. In order to stop stopping yourself, you need to know what's stopping you, right? If you knew what was stopping you, you can let go. I get phone calls all the time, my clients. They're always asking me, I, I, you know, what is blocking me? What is stopping me? I'm being blocked by something. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to move forward in my life, but something is blocking me. Or or, uh, things have been going so well in my life in the past, and now all of a sudden, things stopped, and and I feel like I'm stagnant. I'm not going anywhere. Something is blocking me. Something is stopping me. So, of course, I've spent most of my... um, Life and work, actually, at this point, it's going to be 38 years of research and study and experience and practice and research and reading and research and studying and practicing and practicing and practicing to do the work that I am doing now. And it's all about 
helping people and figuring out what it is that is stopping us because we are unlimited beings, right? You know that you've been listening to the show. You're here at Unity Online Radio, and I hope you, you keep coming back and you keep coming back to all the other wonderful hosts that we have here on Unity Online Radio so that you don't stop yourself and you keep progressing forward, progressing forward. But <clears throat> there's that word, but, and I'm not negating what I just said before the but, I'm adding to it. I'm actually um, clarifying the statement a little bit more. In order to move forward, in order to move forward, you've got to assess where you came from. You've got to assess where and what you just did. It's interesting, I, you know, you love the memes that are out there, all these beautiful posters and pictures and sayings and, oh, they're so quaint and people are loving them. And even the ones that I put out there, I'm always getting them shared. Thousands of people are seeing them. Thank you all for that. I totally appreciate that. And, and every so often you'll come across one, and this is not one that I've posted, but things in reference to not looking back. Right. Your journey is in front of you, not behind you. <laughs> I love those. You look and then they have a cute little rabbit who's walking. It looks like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. And he's walking down a path, this particular one. This is like, don't waste your time looking behind you. That's not the direction you're going. Well, kind of things like that get us very confused because they're not true they're fallacies they're incorrect guidance and words okay if you just keep looking forward all you see is where you still have to go or want to go right you're seeing where you're not by looking in front of you you are seeing where you are not at this time. You're seeing down the road. How many times, how many times have you looked down a road, a path, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, and, and you see how far yet you've got to go, and you turn around and you go, oh my God, I still have that much to go? Holy cow, I thought I'd be closer by now. That looks like miles away. You know, you're looking down the horizon. I don't know, whether it's a store, doesn't matter. You know, like, oh, it's all the way over there. <laughs> we were at Costco um, shopping the other day, my wife and I. And we get all the way to the front cash register. And um, and she said to me, why didn't you get the chips that you wanted? That well, yeah, I thought maybe I'd find something else. Well, why don't you go back to get them? And I turned around and I said, what? They're all the way back there. They're all the way at the other end of the store. That's so far to go. And that was in a store. <laughs> and I was already thinking it was so far to go. 
Whenever you look in front of you, it looks so far to go. However, if you took the time to turn around, it works the same way when you turn around. Because instead of seeing how far you still have to go, you wind up seeing how far you've already come. How far your journey that you've taken. There's so many people that think they've not gone far. And if you just look behind you, you absolutely will see you've gone further than if you stood in the same place. You didn't stand in the same place. You're not in the same place you were when you started this journey. You, you're not in that same place. If you are, all right, I feel you got some work to do. Um, maybe you live a completely boring life, but I doubt that. But let me tell you something. Um, I don't doubt that too much because I actually know people that um, are in the exact same place that they started, same same town, same house they were born in, same job, same place, never made a change, never made a difference. So they got older, maybe, but I didn't see any growth in them personally. So it is possible, all, all because we have free will. And so, no, you don't have to move forward. I've talked so much about that our natural desire, our natural inclination and um, intuition is to constantly move forward. But because of free will, we could put on the brakes and keep us from moving forward. Certainly, if you see the way some people are behaving in the world today and in our country, especially, you will recognize how forward they've not moved. <laughs> right. So. You for the most part, most people move forward, but the only way to recognize that is by turning around. OK, so how do we turn around? We look back, we look back. Now, obviously you can take the time to look back at your entire life to see how far you've come. I, my wife and I can't even begin to, to count all the changes, all the growth, all the things we did. They actually, because they were so much, they actually seem like different lifetimes in this one lifetime. From the time that we met to the time then we had gotten married and moved out to California and I was an actor and 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 she was a movie accountant, all of that. And then we had our son and all of that time and the friends and the episodes and the trips uh, back to New York and, and seeing our parents and family and then and moving back to New York and then that lifetime and pursuing um, my career in New York now and that tri-state area. And uh, now she's working in Manhattan on movies and um, and then, you know, our, we're trying to have another kid. We buy, oh my gosh, it was, it was, 
change after change and growth after growth and experience after experience. And now here I am 65 years old and I am a psychic therapist and a medium and a spiritual teacher and doing an online radio show for Unity Online Radio. I mean, I, I, that's a complete different lifetime and the growth and it's been unbelievable. So when I look back, it's remarkable looking back. Oh, I was also a hospice social worker, went to school, psychotherapist, had two practices, did all that work, and, and not a complaint about any of them. I mean, I'm sure I was complaining of something during those time periods, because that's what we do. But no regrets, no hurts, no pains, no nothing. So yeah, and then while I was here, I even... Um, I'm here in North Carolina, and um, because I was still involved in theater, as I was a psychic and doing readings and such, I was still doing shows, and then it was recommended and suggested I go back and try out for some Broadway shows that I could get on Broadway, and my wife goes, yeah, why don't you try it? And so I kept taking trips back to New York and auditioning. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden I was held for the replacement role, a major replacement role in the musical Jersey Boys for Broadway. And they held me a year. They didn't want to cast me in anything else. Same casting people that you see all the time. They were holding me. You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait. He's going to be leaving. He's going to be leaving. He's supposed to be leaving. Well, now he may not be leaving. Well, guess what? He's not leaving. We're sorry. So I didn't get to do Broadway. But that was a whole new experience right there, going back and forth. And my friends, oh, my gosh, that put me up. And I crashed at their place. It was so much fun. And then Eileen and I went back. Oh, my gosh. Life was crazy. And my daughter came along, but a long time ago, of course, um, you know, back in, in 88. And wow. Ah, oh, I'm exhausted thinking about it, but how fabulous looking back. I'm not telling you to look back your entire lifetime. I'm telling you to look back this year alone. Now, it's really interesting. In every cell in your body is your full DNA makeup. They can take out one cell of your body and clone you. Basically, thank God they've not tried to clone humans. Then again, maybe they are doing that. They've hidden that elsewhere. I know it's theory that extraterrestrials have done that. They've come down and have abducted us or some of us to preserve the human DNA and, and seed and specimen. And they've they've taken some of the DNA out and cloned some humans just to preserve them because uh, they're fearful of us destroying ourselves. And if we do, they preserve the seed that we can start all over again. Okay, that's the theory. And I um, kind of believe that myself. Um, but within the each DNA, my point is that there's all your programming or everything about you is in every single cell in your body. Well, guess what? Everything about your life is in every single year of your life. It's in every single year. So yes, it's fun to go back through the whole year, but you don't have to do that at this time. You can just go back in this year because the way you responded, the way you reacted, the beliefs you have have all to do with all of who you are from when you were a child until today's day, all of who you are. So you only have to assess this year. You have to go in. You have to reflect. You can't renew. And this is where the problem has been 
over and over and over again. We are a habitual being. We get ingrained in these behaviors, pattern, the electrical pattern that digs in, even in the brain, they show patterns dig into your brain cells, your synapses and, and um, signals in your brain, the way where they were all attaching, they, they create a pattern. And so you keep repeating the same things over and over again. And the reason why you're doing that is you're repeating the forward pattern, what you did in the past, and you're using it for the next year without changing anything. You can't do that. You can't do that. Albert Einstein said you can't solve a problem with the same set of beliefs that created it. I said that was the simple version of what he said. You can't solve a problem with the same set of beliefs that created it. So while you're looking back, when you're looking back this year, the point is look at the things that you like and liked about this year with you personally. And I'm not talking about looking back as to what you went through. I'm talking about looking back to see how you responded about what you went through and just how you lived normally. You assess the farmer at this point is looking at his land. He just harvested all his summer crops and he's getting ready to uh, possibly plant the fall crops. If he doesn't use fall crops, he certainly planting for next year we right down the block from us is a wonderful strawberry farm all the strawberry farmers have just well they should have in my my zone planted all their strawberry plants for next may when it's strawberry season they planted them now right they cleaned the earth they toiled it maybe spread down some new nutrients, but they cleaned it up. So even the farmers go back and they assess the soil. They look at the crops and see what the turnout was. We had more crops this year. We had less crops this year. We had diseased crops this year. Whatever the case may be, they look at all of that. They assess all of it and they do it purposely so that they can fix the next season. They can make it better, make a better crop. Let's make a better crop. Or if they absolutely love the crop that they already got, how to replicate that. They still have to assess the planting and what happened in order to replicate. You can't repeat something real good and well unless you know you know what you did so you still have to assess and this is the time to assess and reflect matter of fact yom kippur is especially for that yom kippur is especially for reflecting reflecting on your life reflecting on um, 
you know, how satisfied you were, uh, the good deeds, the bad deeds, right? Uh, Christian faith or Catholicism, you may go to confession every time you say you want to receive um, Holy Communion, Holy Communion, or something like that, right? And so um, you do that weekly, you assess. Uh, but basically, in in every tradition, some kind of tradition, even on you know New Year's Eve, you assess, right? And you make resolutions. Resolutions. I'm not going to do this. I am going to do that. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't want any resolutions. I don't want you to worry about resolving something. I want you to think about growing and possibly changing something, enhancing something. So in order to do that, you have to look back. Now, in the meantime, we're talking about this. And if anybody has any personal questions about themselves that I can help you with psychically in reference to this subject, like why am I blocked? What do I need to do? Please feel free to call at 816-251-3555 or, um, gosh, if I can figure out how to get you to text, can actually send a text message to me at 919-480-1401, and I will answer your question. That's 919-480-1401, and, and I'll do the best I can to answer your question as to what you need to do. So what I want to be able to do, because it's a little lengthy, is on the other side of the commercial, we still have a few minutes until commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial, I'm going to tell you now what you do with uh, what you've discovered. So let's talk about different ways and tools you can use to assess, to assess and to reflect at this time in your life so that you can begin to get it together and see what it is. I'm not saying you're going to make all the changes before the end of the year. And now all of a sudden, January 1st, 2021 comes along and bingo, there you are, all brand new, starting anew, and everything is perfect. No, no, but you use this time period to gather the information, right? Gather, gather the rest of your crops, you know, gather the fertilizer that you need to put down, gather the tools so that you know what it is you need to change in your soil using this farmer analogy because it is this time i mean even halloween halloween was actually a holiday created around the harvest the fall harvest because it was so important and people celebrated and that started way back oh my gosh because i mean you know, food Food is, is the most important thing for us to survive on this planet, right? So as long as the earth gave out good food, uh, we celebrated that. And we did it ritualistically and sacredly um, to include God in this. 
Okay, thank you, God. I mean, here we have Halloween. They're really all connected together. So we have Halloween or All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve is actually um, celebrating the saints and, and all the spiritually departed and ascended masters that have helped us, that have glorified our lives for the year. And it was a harvest time. We'll talk more about Halloween during that time period. And then that led into Thanksgiving, right? All the food and you shared it. And, and then that's, of course, Thanksgiving is a United States holiday. But each country has their own type of Thanksgiving celebration. It wasn't just to remember the United States being discovered and Indian sharing food with us. It, it was an inspiration to the rest of the world that we were thankful for what we were capable of, capable of sharing and, um, and having created. We created this food. We grew this food. We grew relationships at that time. At that time. And that was very short-lived. So then that, of course, you know, Christmas time, um, Hanukkah, all, all then again, a, a, a big renewal, a big rebirthing. You know, I, I, the, the time periods that this all fell into place also coincides with astrology. So, so if you're interested in that, check out astrology and the way the planets aligned and the things that took place. So I'm going to continue with the that you used to really assess on the other side of the break. We're there right now. So hang with me. This is Vincent Janet. Stop Stopping Yourself. And I'm on Unity Online Radio, and uh, I am your psychic medium and spiritual teacher. And we are talking about assessing so that you can step into a renewal time of your life, of this year, making the changes you need to make. So stay with us. I'll see you in just a minute. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Hey there. Yes, welcome back. I'm glad that you've been listening. This is Vincent Jenna. And uh, if you're just joining us, we were talking about using this time of year to assess your life and what you've been doing in order to make the changes that you would like to make or need to make in order to continue your journey 
forward and to get to where you want to go. So we had mentioned that there is the idea that looking back is wrong and somehow bad and distracting, that you're only supposed to be looking forward because that's the direction you're going in, when in fact, you don't want to continue to look forward all the time because it keeps reminding you how much further you have to go or where you're not in your life. You want to be able to look back so you can see how far you've come and where you are in your life. Not where you're not, but where you are. And as long as you can see where you're, you are, then you can do whatever you want and make the changes necessary to assure that you will get to where you want to be. And of course, you appreciate where you are. Always appreciate where you are. Always appreciate where you are because that means you exist. Wherever you are, oh, I love, no, that reminded me of John Kabat-Zinn book, Wherever You Go, There You Are. I love it. Wherever you go, there you are. So always appreciate where you are, um, no matter where you go. So we were just talking about how do you assess? How do you go into your life and, and reflect? There's all different ways. Uh, traditionally, and this is the time of year for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and that those are Jewish holidays, and Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. And the way you atone is by sitting there and reflecting quietly. You're supposed to sit in silence all day long and fast. Yeah, fast. Don't eat. Um, that not eating stuff really spread, spread across many of the spiritual traditions. Don't eat. Eliminate the toxins in your body. I never understood that. I, I, but the part that I do understand is, is the toxins leaving and that your body sometimes balances out and it's really good for you. I mean, I've certainly have fasted before. You have to fast before you go for your blood panel tests and so many different medical procedures, right? You fast. And man, oh, man, oh, man, I'm, do I get hungry when I'm fasting? And I, so I never st understood the concept that it's spiritual to not eat food. <laughs> I, fuck, okay. So then why did we create the need to eat food? Why weren't we the creatures that didn't need to eat? That eating was just a um, hobby, enjoyable thing, if you wanted to. You didn't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> but you could. But no, you know, that's you fasted. And that went along with reflection. I, I guess that that was to help people not pay attention to what they were going to eat so that they could pay attention to what they did their past year. In any way that you do it, I'm going to sh actually share a meditation type of assessment tool. There are all different types of tools. Meditation definitely is a primary one, but not just to sit there. It, it, you know, there's all different kinds of meditations, and they're all beneficial. However, if you need something, if you need an answer then you need a different kind of meditation. So here is one meditation that I really like, I enjoy. It's called the personification meditation. Um, I learned it when I was uh, going to my spiritual center, Triangle Center of Spiritual Living. It's a science of mind, philosophy, 
um, and I took a meditation class and we learned all different kinds of meditation. And this one is not just for meditation, but it's also psychological. I use it a lot for people to communicate with their inner child. You can use it for any part of you. Uh, personification is the idea of turning something that may be inanimate, um, not a living thing. It could be a living thing, but not necessarily a living thing. It could be a part um, um, of you. It could be uh, anything and turning it into a person that you have a conversation with. So, so in other words, you have um, you're in a child. You can actually have a conversation with little you. And I've shared this before, little you. Uh, you have a uh, pain in your foot and you want to find out where it came from and what it needs. So you can talk to your body and have a conversation with your foot. Hey, left foot. Why do I have pain in there? You can use this. So you want to um, personify your past year. Your past year. You can even ask your soul directly and use this exercise to talk with your soul. What do you think um, went on this past year? Um, what do I need to change this past for, uh, from this year to help me go forward? Okay, so whatever your question is, that's what you're going to personify and have a conversation with. So just let's use, for example, what is it that I need more of? Which, by the way, reminds me of uh, next week, October 7th, and all of the month of October is going to be readings for you, the listeners. So you can call in or you can write me, and I am going to give you a reading. And next week, I am going to tell each and every person who calls in, writes me, or texts me, I am going to use my psychic ability to let them know what their soul is saying it wants for you. What does your soul want for you, especially at this point in your life? What does your soul want for you at this point in your life? And that's gonna be on next week's show. But today we're talking about the exercise. So what you're gonna do is you're going to sit with a pad and a pen and it's as if you're going to sit and meditate so quietly, you know, stop any distraction, sit in a room by yourself, turn the TV off, let the kids go to bed, you know, put the dog outside or in another room, feed the cat and don't worry about it. Tell your husband, tell your wife to leave you alone for a little bit. This is your time. It doesn't take long. You take a pen and pen and you sit quietly, put the pen and pen on your lap, sit comfortably, feet on the floor, back upright, close your outer eyes. And you're sitting there and thinking to yourself, I'm sitting here and I want to have a conversation with my past year experiences or with my soul tell me about the past year. How was it for me? I'm going to have that conversation. 
You want to do this always meditate. You want you don't want to do it where you're stressed out. You don't want to do it where you're tired because you're going to be coming up with things that aren't necessarily necessary to know. So you want your soul to guide you with this. And anytime you do a meditation, you allow your soul to take over and not your conscious mind. So you're asking your soul, tell me what it is that I need to know about my past year, things I need to change, things that I need to make better, things I need to get rid of altogether. Just think that momentarily. And after about five to 10 minutes of sitting there like that, you open your eyes, pick up the pad and pen, don't even question it. And you go over into the left-hand column of your paper and you write me or your name, Vinny. Okay. So now write a line, a statement as if you're writing a play to question to your soul. A soul, are you there? Go back right over the character's name, Soul. And now write a line, whatever comes up, whatever you can imagine, whatever you make up, none of that matters. It's all coming from the same place anyway. And just write a response back. I'm here. Go back over your name or me, the word Emmy. I'll, I'll use Vinny as an example. Vinny. So. What do you have to tell me about my past year? Go back over, write, soul. This is all an example, by the way. The soul writes, well, what do you want to know? Go back over, Vinny. I want to know anything that would be helpful for me to change. Go back over, soul. Do we really have the time? Go back over, Vinny. Yes, of course we have the time. We don't diss me. Go back over soul. Okay. Well, this is what went on. You may get out four lines. You may get out four pages. Hopefully you don't get a novel. But you'll get something. Just write. Allow it to flow out of you. Stop questioning it. Don't judge it. Don't even read it until you're done writing. As soon as you're done writing, go back. Always write or always journal. Like I said, in a meditative, clear mind state, so you allow to come up what needs to come up. Just write some of this stuff out. It's a great tool. People love this tool. It's, it's highly successful. If somebody was just calling in, if you can call back in, it looks like the connection was lost. If you have a question, please feel free to call in. So this is one way of assessing a personification exercise. Another way is just sit with a journal. If you're used to journaling and writing down, just taking note. Go back. Now, now remember, this year is going to include all of this coronavirus nonsense. But what's really important is with the clear mind, See if you can jot down how you responded. Okay. Well, I don't know when it was, but got pretty upset when I heard all about this going on. Got really scared. Now what do I do? 
Okay. Then got nervous because um, on we were told that we couldn't go out. So I couldn't go to work. I didn't know, am I going to lose my job? Reflect. You understand? Reflect. I really don't care how you do it, but there's all different tools. You take the time and stop and reflect. And and a lot of people will say to me, well, what's the use of that? And just going over, you're just rehashing everything and you're going to get upset again. No, you don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Listen to me. Listen, everybody. You're talking with a psychotherapist. We cannot, as human beings, relive the same emotion. You cannot relive the same emotion. So, in other words, in other words, let's say you were hurt when you were 14 years old, yeah, but your friend said, or boyfriend or girlfriend, they broke up with you and your heart broke. By remembering that incident, you cannot relive the heartbreak. You would actually have to create a new memory over it. Post-traumatic stress disorder is not about reliving the emotional pain of a circumstance that happened. It's actually about your brain flashes back to the picture. And while you're watching the picture, you recreate a new memory and feeling and it usually is the same kind of distress because you've not necessarily done anything to release it so for example i can sit here and i can tell you all day long about every single abuse i went through the physical abuse the beatings in school the embarrassment humiliations the sexual abuse the beatings at home I can go through every single one of them. I can describe to you the picture. I know the time, I know the place because those pictures get ingrained in your brain. But never, ever, ever do I re-feel the torment, the frustration and the hurt that all of those things caused. You do not have to. And if you do your work, and if you choose not to, you can actually stop yourself from experiencing those bad feelings. So as you're doing this exercise, please choose not to get upset all over again. You don't need to. You've come this far, you're in a different place. Even if something turned out that was bad, don't recreate a new emotion. Otherwise, you'll go back and hiding again. That's the reason why we suppress and repress things because we don't want to feel them. And so that's also the reason why we don't get rid of them is because you don't want to feel them. So you suppress them or repress them. And now they're inside there and they still sneak their way out anyway. They influence your life. So even though you may not be feeling the exact same pain from that one specific event, you're creating negative events continuously. And so you're experiencing new pain to compound the old pain. And all of this goes on yada, 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 yada. 
through your entire life, all because you never wanted to allow yourself to experience the first pain. Now, you're not going to experience it again just because you're reflecting back during the year. No matter how good, no matter how bad it was, reflect back. Make notes of it. And then look and you see, and then give yourself a break. Please give yourself a break. There is nothing that you could have done so horrible. I don't even care if you were one of the looters and you smashed the governmental building and the windows, you still have the capacity to forgive yourself and get through that. You understand in God's world, in this world, in our world as spiritual beings, it is restitution and mercy and grace. That's what it's all about. At least that's what it's supposed to be all about. Give yourself a break. Don't punish yourself and torment yourself. Because that's for sure when you repeat the behaviors, no matter what it was you did. Did you break up with somebody that you shouldn't have broke up with? Did you break his or her heart? Okay, forgive yourself for it so that you don't do it again. Make a better choice maybe the next time or the way you do it, even if you had to do it, whatever. Did you lie? Did you steal something? Just allow yourself to feel what you need to feel and just release it. But as you're assessing it now, don't relive it. Just write it down as something that you'd like to change. Wow. And I will tell you right now, just from making this list, you have you would have taken a hundred steps forward that you just don't know. And then when you step into 2021, which is up, you will already have an advantage. We need to do this. And as you're doing it for yourself, believe it or not, you're doing it for the world. We're all connected. You taking these steps causes another person to be affected by it in some way. Maybe he or she will wind up being inspired to take the steps because they unconsciously received a message from you on a spiritual level, on a soulful level. And now they go, you know what I need to do? Watch what happens. Watch what happens in your own family, your own group, your own tribe, your group of friends, whatever. You start doing this work and one day you and your friend are having a conversation and she turns around or he turns around and he says, you know what I decided to do today? I know this is going to sound crazy, but I started looking back at the way I was acting this year and I wrote down a list of the things that I didn't like. And you're going to go, are you pooping me? You're not going to say it like that, but I can't use the real word. And going, that's what I just did. Because this great spiritual teacher that I heard on Unity Online Radio, Vincent Chenna, told me to do it, and now you're doing it? Yes, of course, you got to throw that in there every so often so that you know it's working and why it's working. So you do the assessment. Now you have the things in front of you. You have some of the things that maybe hurt the soil and kept the crop from growing well, kept you from doing what you really wanted. You have it in front of you. You have it in front of you. Wow. And when you do the personification exercise, it allows for unconscious release. That's what you're really trying to get down to. So wh whatever way that you can get it, what, what you like, you can do hypnosis. You can do a subliminal uh, CD or, or digital audio that you might have that guides you through this. You go to my, my website. I have my seven journeys for your soul guided 
meditations to the words and music and spirit or the music and words of spirit. And and they have all different guided meditations on there that I tranced and that a master musician tranced. And and a couple of them commune with yourself, commune with God, commune with your soul, are all different ways of getting in touch with yourself on a higher conscious level, deeper conscious level, whichever direction or terminology you want to use, it's going to the same place. You either go deep within your consciousness or to your higher consciousness and soul's mind. It's in the same place, just so that you know. So it doesn't make a difference what word you use. Go in there. Do yourself a favor. This is the most incredible work that you can do. Yeah, I know you're going to see a list. You're going to see the thing going, oh, my God. Oh, my God, did I do all of that this year? Or you may go, oh, my God, did I do all of that this year? Wow. I thought I was lazy. I thought I didn't do anything. Whatever, just appreciate it because now you can look at it. Now you can make the changes. Don't make resolutions, please. They're useless. Don't decide one thing. All right, I know what I did. I didn't exercise all year. Uh, that really sucks. Oh, okay. My New Year's resolution and what I'm going to do next year is I'm going to exercise. It's not going to work, you know, <laughs> because you're attempting to resolve something. I don't want you to resolve something. I want you to, to change something. And actually, you're going to bring out something. You're going to bring out. You're not broken. You're going to bring out more of your soul, more of your spirit. And the way you bring it out is by eliminating some of these things, okay? Let's see. Um, really didn't accomplish very much. Sat around watching TV. Felt very demotivated and uninspired. Okay, I want to change that. I want to. I want to tap into my soul and bring that inspiration out more. I'm going to bring that inspiration out more for sure. So once you see that list of things that you want to change, circle the things. Yeah, make a list. You know, make it an itemized list, and don't go crazy. Like I said, it shouldn't be a novel. You should have one column of things, and and quite honestly, so many things that we write down that we didn't like about ourselves or what we didn't do, we 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 take one word and we divide it into twenty different words. So now it looks like twenty different things that we didn't do when in actuality it was only one. <clears throat> I procrastinated, and so we'll say things like, "Oh." Excuse me. <clears throat> ah, I didn't get my book done. I said I was going to get my book done. I didn't do all the repairs around the home that I was supposed to do. I didn't take that trip. I didn't meet the people I wanted to meet. I was unmotivated. Really comes down to one thing. I was blocked. I was blocked from doing some of the things I wanted to do. I stopped myself. I talked myself out of it. I didn't feel comfortable or confident. Whatever the case may be, believe it or not, it's only going to be about one or two things that cause you to not do all the other things you want to do. Your beliefs. I, have to, I had a belief that just talked me out of it or kept me from moving forward. Okay, I'm going to change that belief. 
And then you look at it and see what you want to change it into. What do I want to change it into? How do I do that? We'll be talking more about this kind of stuff. And of course, if you have questions, please call in or write me. And next week, please join me so and, and call in or write in so I can give you a psychic reading. These are free psychic that I'm offering. I haven't been doing a lot of Facebook live events because I've been so busy. I apologize for that. I am going to get back to that um, as, as soon as I can make some extra time. But this is one way I can do it on my show. I really want to turn this show into readings for you guys in all sorts. So next week, the readings are going to be about what your soul wants for you. Okay. And week two will be more of what your soul wants for you. Then I'm going to give you messages from spirit, from God, for you personally, not general ones. You'll call in, you write in, and I will give you a reading from God. <clears throat> and then on the last week of the month, it's All Hallows Eve with All Hallows Spirit Communication. And I'll make communications for you for with deceased loved ones. So make sure you come back here to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Hang around. We've got Dr. Dream coming up and then Temple Hayes after her and then Diane Ray after her. This is Vincent Jenna. I'm your psychic therapist. Remember, before you believe in anything, you must believe in yourself and go back into your life to see the things that are stopping you from believing in yourself and stop stopping yourself. Join me here again next week. Have a fabulous week, a safe one. Keep using those masks, people. We need them. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.